Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello and welcome to Vampire Theory, a one-stop recap for things not the Arrowverse. We are here. You mean the Berlantiverse? Uh, with the, I'm just going to call it the Huntress first. Uh, that's it. Change approved. Anyway, we are here with not Huntress and instead have all things Marvel, including the Gifted episode four and Inhumans episode six, both of their first season. Nice. Very cool. Yeah. So we're just cruising along. It's so interesting just because the way we break stuff up that we ha- that we always talk about these two shows together mm-hmm. because they are so similar. Yeah. Yeah. They... they... I just want to make sure my mic was on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They they really explore a lot of the same themes mm-hmm. to differing degrees of good attitude. Quality? <laughs> <laughs> or good attitude. You good know. attitude works. Yeah. I love Are we talking about gifted first or inhumans first? Let's let's mix it up and talk about inhumans first because okay. I feel like we always do that second and then it's just this slide into grouchiness on our part. So we'll we'll start soft and um work. No, you know, never mind. It's a terrible metaphor. No, Let's... You're, you're you're terrible. Yeah, you that's should feel fair. bad. Yep, I usually do. So I have to say, I liked this episode probably the most of the episodes so far. Mm-hmm. I think there was there was more action, which I like, but also some good character stuff. I'm well. Okay, we're gonna. So I guess re- real quick recap. Uh, we open up. Maximus is being attacked by everyone. Turns out it was a dream. What a surprise! Shock, um, shock. Crystal and. Dave, Dan. His name is Dave. Uh, Crystal and Chet. Um, <laughs> Chad. <laughs> fucking Chad. Almost as bad fucking as a Gary. Gary. <laughs> so uh, they're they're back. Uh, his veterinarian ex girlfriend is there. She tries to threaten Crystal. Crystal sets her phone on fire. Um, I just don't don't threaten people with powers. I feel like. I mean, here's the thing. Don't don't set somebody's phone on fire because those things are fucking expensive. But also, don't threaten somebody with the fucking Gestapo. Yeah. Because that's not cool. Yeah. So, womp womp. I'm going to take your picture for a registry. Fuck you! Yeah. You're lucky she didn't light <laughs> your face on fire. And then what else? We have we have some more flashbacks of Maximus training with Gorgon. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really not surprised he turned out to be a total dick. Everyone's been mean to him his entire life. Like, hey, sure, don't usurp a, a ruling system and try to kill your family, but also, hey, family, maybe... Don't shit all over this guy his entire life. Yeah, I feel I feel similarly to this story as I do when I, I read a lot of true crime. You know, and it always starts out with the backstory of the serial killer. And mm-hmm. a lot of it, start, it starts out with this kid who is very sad, who, you know, is, is abused or neglected. The system failed him. You know, all he really needed was help and to be treated better. But after a while, you get to the point where they start murdering people. Yeah. And I'm like, cool motive, still murder. Yeah, you at some point have to make a choice to not kill people. Yeah. Yeah, I I completely empathize with the child that he was. And obviously the system is very broken because you you shouldn't ostracize somebody based on what is complete luck of the draw. Mm -hmm. There's just absolutely no way to guess what kind of shit's going to happen to you when you go into Terragenesis. And it's not based on willpower or, you know, strength of character. It's just fucking luck. Yeah, cosmic dice rolling. Yeah, and so to 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 send some but so, someone who is at that point in their life still a child, subject them to that this kind of extreme body horror, 
and then say, okay, congratulations, that decides the rest of your entire yeah, life. You're either now a have or a have not. God, that's fucked up. Yeah, so it's ob- real weird. Obviously, the system is broken. But man, you that is what should make you become a freedom fighter, you mm-hmm. know? And your brother is the king, and you spend your whole life in his ear going, this is fucked up. This is fucked up. We got to change this. Yeah. You don't just murder people. Yeah. Because then I don't like you anymore. Yeah. Womp womp. <laughs> uh, and I don't know how to feel about this doctor guy because he seems like he wants to be opposed to Maximus, but also he's experimenting on people, which freaks me out. I kind of get the feeling that he's just a very naive guy very interested in science and i i hope that's all it turns out to be and it's not some double blind thing uh maybe he's the one who ends up creating weird semi-human clones to work for adelan because apparently that uh, man i was reading up on inhumans earlier today it is weird yeah it's real (laughs) apparently they their class system in the comic is you have all the inhumans and then you have semi brain functional clones that do all of the manual labor and they've risen up a couple times as you know as you that's know. also terrible it's okay yeah, like not great anytime you try to create some kind of working class subhuman thing it's always going to reach a point where it's going to go you know what no fuck you yeah just <laughs> use <laughs> use automated robotic stuff like then right and don't no. give them true AI either. The minute you give it a face and a name, it's waiting for the opportunity to stab you in the neck. Yeah, seriously. Um, what else? Crystal lights up the sky using her sky powers. Oh, he calls her, you're like a god of thunder. Oh, yeah. No, and then so... I vomited. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm impressed that they found someone who's like, not only as bad of an actor as Crystal is, <laughs> they found someone as bad as her to act opposite her. And just, it was like watching two pieces of cardboard smush their faces against <laughs> each other. It, oh man. Like, honestly, say say what you will about the show. Everyone in it seems like they're having a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. Except Crystal and Potato Face are just yeah. so bad. And actually, the vet's uh, not that great either. Crystal that entire storyline. <laughs> no, just Get rid of Blech. it. That was gross. I hated it. At least Lockjaw is great. Lockjaw is the best. Yeah. I love him. You know, he's he's my number one. And I'm sad to say that until this episode, Gorgon was my number two. I mean, he, I refuse to let him be dead because the best part of the show for me was him and Karnak's friendship. Yeah. And watching it evolve once Karnak didn't have the crutch of always being right about everything to fall back on and realize, hey, let me remember what it's like to experience the world and have doubt yeah i really liked uh karnak's interactions with gorgon this episode where they're deciding how to like do their run-up and (laughs) and he's like well she doesn't know you're broken and i'm like hey man that's kind of a rude word to use but okay and then karnak's just walking up going please "Please don't shoot me yeah please don't shoot me (laughs) yeah that was pretty great and you know lady in the window is just like why well, I'm not going to shoot him. Obviously, there's it's a trap. <laughs> he wants me to shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Everybody on the show has weird names, but like some of them I'm kind of into. Though Oron to me is weird. I don't know. I guess I don't know the genesis of all of their names. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's there's an etymology there that I'm unaware of. Like Maximus Boltagon. Uh, so great. 
Oh my god. They haven't called him Black Agar at any point yet. I know. It's, I really wanted it. I'm to very happen. disappointed. Uh like like the reunion between him and Medusa to have her run up and put her hands on his face and say, I've missed you, Black Agar. Or at least <laughs> someone needs to call him Mr. Boltagon. Uh, but then I have the question, how does I guess I guess that means that Medusa and Maximus both have the last name of Boltagon. It's the Boltagon family. Yeah, maybe she doesn't take she his doesn't last take his name, name though. Yeah, All right. you I'm down know. for that too. <laughs> I just I hope by the end of the season we see Black Bolt suited up because his costume is ridiculous and I need it in my life. I need a better outfit for Medusa though. That oh, purple dress was fucking garbage. Yeah, I need her hair to come back. Maybe she wonder... like concentrates real hard. Hmm. Well, I mean, Maximus's whole deal is that he wants a way to go through Terra Genesis a second time. So maybe she could go through a tenor genesis a second time and her hair would like reawaken. See, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust that, though, because if he's trying to manipulate it to pop him out of his special power as being a human, mm-hmm. I, I'd be worried then that it would mess with my hair mojo. So I maybe I don't know, because I'm ass- I am assuming that if he ever sets up, you know, his who's it doodle to work and he just walks through it, it's just going to turn him into a pile of goo or something. Oh, that'd be real. Nice. It's gonna turn his face inside out. Something real gross. See, I wonder if we will have it working by the end of the season and he pops through and gets um, some sort of psychic powers because that's what he has in the comics. So it it seemed kind of weird that he didn't have anything in this. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Whatever it is, I just I want it to physically disfigure him because I I feel like that would be some good karmic flashback it's like yeah you get what you want but at a terrible price so you get like a psychic power that may actually rival black bolt's power in you know its ability Mm -hmm. you know your psychic abilities could rival charles xavier but you're gonna look like a like a real monster and no one's gonna want to be around you anymore (laughs) okay remind me not to cross you that's fair that's a good that's a good rule for life yeah yeah i like it so um what they they meet up with crystal they they find out mm-hmm. where um the place is where um Lockjaw is? Yeah uh fucking what's what's that stabby lady's name? Uh Sta- Oh, you mean Oron? Is that her name? The, who's, the lady who can Who's besties with uh keep coming back from the yeah, dead? Yeah, besties with Maximus. Oh, wow, okay. I, her name is Oron. I really should write myself a cheat sheet. Yes, she's got the the short dark hair. Yeah. Super angry all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So she tells them where they, uh, she is, and basically, a, hey, come and get it. They do. It works out mostly well, except um, Gorgon drops a building on himself. Well, I, when, when um, God, your name blindness is infecting me. Ha-ha! <laughs> Gorgon's cousin's name is... Karnak. Karnak. Okay. okay, good. I thought you were trying to trick me. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When Karnak is trying to talk down... Um, Death face guy. Moloch. No, it starts with an M, though. Oh, my God. I'm going to kill you. What is this doing to me? I forgot everyone's name. (laughs) But he's trying to talk him down, and he's telling him about how when everybody wanted to put you down, I was there for you. I convinced him to lock you away instead of killing you. And I feel like there's an opportunity for us to try to be better than that. And I really wanted that to be true. You know, I feel like the whole point of this show is that we can't just 
judge people 100% on what their random weirdo power is. Mm -hmm. And so that guy, he seemed like a chill guy. I mean, he could have been a complete psychopath who just was having a good time. Well, I'm sure being in solitary for, you know, your entire adult life. Makes you a little crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mortis, by the way. Mortis. Apparently, if you just Google Inhumans Death Face Guy, (laughs) Google's got your back. (laughs) Thanks, Google. But I really wanted that to be true. You know, I wanted us to be able to bring this guy into the fold. Mm -hmm. Because that's the only way that you're actually going to win this war. Oh, that's the, that's how you win a civil war. It's either it's either one you just fucking kill everybody else on the other yeah, side, yeah, crush the other side, or hearts and minds. Yeah, you gotta you gotta convince everyone that your side is correct, and that's the best way to end this, especially when you're talking about a civil war between what fifteen hundred people. Yeah, it's a very small population. Hearts and minds, it's like a civil skirmish at most. You you gotta convince them that your way is gonna be the better way Mm -hmm. and you gotta be honest about it and so i really i believed him in that moment so when they spun it around and then played it for laughs that did make me feel good yeah even if it had been at the time you know back when mortis uh poofed karnak didn't mean it if Mm -hmm. he could have said to gorgon now well, no, that I didn't actually feel that way at the time, but I wish I had. Yeah. That would have been cool. Yeah, if that had been a quiet line delivery of 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 Gorgon saying to him, Did you really mean that? And he said something like just like that, you know, I wish I wish it was true and I, I would I want us to be able to make it true now. Mm-hmm. That I mean, I, that's the kind of progress that I want this show to do. Yeah, it shows some good growth there. Yeah. But no, and so they just played it as a cheap joke, and I, yeah. didn't, I didn't care for that. Yeah. Because then poor Mortis is like, I'm not letting you take me back to jail, Kappa! And just ripped his, rips his face thing off and tries to kill everybody. Yeah, as, as you do. Mm-hmm. As one does. Hey, man, if, the oppor- if it was either I die or I get to sit in a jail cell alone for another God knows how many years, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That's a, that's a pretty tough call. Oh, yeah. Oof. So, R.I.P. Mortis. Yeah. Well, do we know that he's dead? We know, in theory, that Gorgon's dead. dead. I thought so. I thought we saw his body, too. Okay. Hmm. What if he escapes and just ends up working at a surf shack or something? I we find him fu- next season, and he's so happy. Uh, I would like that. Because, as far as I can tell, we obviously, we haven't seen his whole life story. Mm-hmm. But from what we've seen so far, he's only ever hurt someone accidentally or on direct orders from his king. Yeah. And I'm like, that's just war. So I can't really blame you too much for that. Mm-hmm. So if well, he's just plus, like, I want to fucking bail. Yeah, bail. Yeah. I, I assume, you know, maybe he doesn't even super care for this violence. But if it's either, hey, be locked up or, you know, after 15 years, I get to go do something, even if it's eye lasering people. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. And I don't. Eye lasers. I don't feel like Maximus was really giving him much of a choice mm-hmm. when he let him out. Yeah. A bit of the the carrot and the stick at the same time. Either <laughs> yeah. either you sit in your cell for until the end of time or you go kill people for me and maybe I let you out. Mm-hmm. It's like a stick with a carrot tied to the end that you just kind of hit people with. Yes. That works. Okay. I like it. So, I don't know, man. This show it was it's okay. It's all right. Yeah, it's it's getting better very very slowly. It's got some interesting stuff in it. Maybe, you know, maybe if it got a season 2 it could be cool. Maybe if season two tied directly into Agents of Shield, mm-hmm. I'd be very happy. Did we? How did the episode end? Did we go back to the moon? Uh, no. I think it. 
what did it cut with it? Uh, I, I remember we 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 see Gorgon is dead, and yeah. everybody's gathered around him, including Lockjaw, which is very sad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it cuts to the moon, and Maximus is just having a one-on-one conversation with the kid. Um, after kill having oh. his advisor kill like, or well, killing his advisor, puts blood on his face I like really, a complete weirdo. Really wanted him to have drawn like a dick on the dude's face <laughs> with blood. I don't know why, you but spend too much time on Reddit. It's true. It's all dick butts. It would have been so funny though. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, if I was that kid, I would. Well, I guess you. Man, it's gotta suck to live there because I was like, Ugh. yeah, you should get out of town. You're on There's the moon. Damn literally it. nowhere to go. I wonder how big their city is because like 1500 people you don't need that much space for it and i assume you want to keep it smallish to keep it hidden but it seems to me like you've got the royal palace and it's you know outlying buildings and then the mine full of shacks yeah man what a crappy city (laughs) such a pile of shit Landed, landed in uh, the Hudson River with all the other garbage. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> He's so great. All right, can okay. we talk about the gifted yeah, now? Yeah, let's hop over to that. God, I love Amy Acker. Mm-hmm. She is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, she is a delight. So we, we open with a... I don't know if they said it was a flashback, so I was very confused for a second. But turns out it's a flashback of... Um, James? Jimmy? John. John. Johnny. Johnny. Johnny! Only the one girl calls him Johnny. Okay. Of Mr. John. Uh, Johnny and Marcos and some other random dude trying Mm -hmm. to break into a Sentinel prison, basically. Well, they said it was not a detainment center, but a relocation facility, I guess. So it's Mm -hmm. supposed to be a halfway house of some center, of some sense, where they gather the mutants before they take them off to the lovely black site. Well, that's nice. So we, we see them breaking in, mm-hmm. and then their friend gets shot, and we well, assume It's kills. interesting, because you know what it reminded me of? The old X-Men cartoon from the 90s. Mm-hmm. One of the first episodes is about them trying to break into jail. To I, I'm pretty sure they're, they're rescuing Beast. And it's um, Wolverine has... A, f- a friend who could name Morph. Yeah. And oh yeah, Morph gets Morph gets shot, and Logan is sure he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out later on that he's been captured for like the whole time. Yeah, and Sinister had him, right? Yeah, and brainwashed him and made him into a bad guy. Yeah. And that is exactly what this episode was. Yeah, it's hey, you know, if you're gonna mine something for good times, nineties uh, X Men is not a bad oh, thing yeah. to do. I love that show. I love that show. Oh, it's so good. Uh, so then we jump to current times. Um, Papa Strucker is trying to sweet talk Polaris and is like, hey, my bad, dude. And she's like, no, fuck you. You're garbage. And yeah. I hate you. She, she, and I do not blame her at all. She's sort of, She starts to listen for a minute and then she's like, oh, no, wait, you're garbage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you only care now because your kids are mutants, too. Huh. Go eat a bag of buttholes. Remember when you threatened me with my own unborn child? Yeah. Thanks, bro. Yeah. So. I can understand where she's coming from. I do oh, not blame yeah. her. <laughs> it's it's so interesting to me watching this episode because so many of these first hand few handful of episodes, like we we ended episode one of the gifted with the dad being separated from the rest of the family, and so these intervening episodes have been all about getting the family back together, mm-hmm. which has been what these episodes of Inhumans have been about. But on Inhumans, watching them sort of wander around the island 
like tripping over their own dicks all the time. I'm just I'm just watching it going, aren't you guys supposed to be really smart? How are you not getting your shit together better than this? Yeah. But watching these episodes, the way in which they play the obstacles in their path feels very real and the stakes feel very high. You know, it could be also like if you've lived on the moon for who knows how long, 1500 people and you've just always been the ruling class, like maybe they are just kind of dumb because they I never mean... had real problems to deal with. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that's not necessarily wrong. I, I kind of like that. Theory, actually, <laughs> like they're just a bunch of dum dums. Do they? I mean, if you're the king or the future king, how much education do you have to have? It's probably like going to Hogsworth. Hogwarts? Hogwarts. Wow, I lost that one. Where you get <laughs> stupid education and nothing functional. No real math. Yeah. Like Harry, d- like Harry does not know how to do anything. Yeah, no, he better not have to balance a checkbook ever <laughs> because it's going to be real bad. Hermione <laughs> comes over and does his taxes for him every year. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. But yeah, watching this, the stakes felt very high and I was I was very excited about where this episode was going to go. And then when we got the family back together at the end, it was great. I mm-hmm. was very excited and it had real emotional impact for me. I really wanted them to escape in a minivan though. That would have <laughs> just been like the cherry on top of this whole episode, but it was, it was an SUV and I guess that's okay. It was as close to a minivan as an SUV it, can get. Yeah. I actually had to rewind because I had looked down and so only saw like the long shot and was like, oh my God, did they steal a minivan? Ah, damn it. Okay. Well, that's pretty close. <laughs> that's what happens when you paint tiny men instead of watching the show. Look, don't judge my fetishes. <laughs> you don't know me. Oh my God. So we get to see Polaris and Strucker are being moved. And, well, they, they come up with the idea to, rather than try to attack the building, they're going to attack the them en route. Which, which is, is a great idea. Always All, the best. Yeah. It's always the weakest point. Yeah, hit the transport. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, the when you're, you're in your location, you know, you're prepared, you're ready for attack, and you have layers upon layers of security. Mm-hmm. But when you're in, a, when you're in a, a big prison bus, all you got is the bus. Yeah. Excellent. I love the kids working together, combining oh, man. their powers. That was so great. I am, I am always here for power combos. Yeah. Like that is my jam, and I love that they're doing this. And because like Andy's powers were and are kind of out of control, so it's cool to see his sister be able to morph that into something useful. Basically, yeah. Because I think the issue is that in these sorts of stories, um, that sort of extra power is usually tied to some kind of emotion. And when you're a teenager, which what kind of teenager can control and focus their oh, emotions? Zero yeah. percent. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so it makes sense to me that that is a time at which your your powers be totally out of whack and you don't know what to do. And they're, they're either at nothing or you're blowing up whole mm-hmm. schools. Oh, and so we see um, to get the information on where the convoy is going. Oh, shit. Marcos has to go back to his old life with the cartel. The, yeah, the Cuban mob or something. I'm something? not sure. Um, we find out he ditched his ex in the middle of the night one night, which not cool, Marcos, like at least have a talk with her. But she seems like a psycho. Oh, she's very scary. You know, usually when you're talking to a guy about his ex and he goes, yeah, that bitch cray. Uh, usually he's full of shit, but no, she seems unhinged. You know, no, she's just very invested in the family business. Family business. Yeah. And so like he, honestly, his only mistake there was not getting a specific 
promise for how much work he would have to do for her. You never make open-ended deals like that. You say, okay, I will do two jobs for you of your choice and set some sort of term limit. Otherwise, like, this is just going to be a recurring problem for him now. Oh, yeah, there's there's no escape. Yeah. He's going to have to kill her at some point. It was interesting, though, because I guess I had forgotten that this is a Matt Nix show. And because Matt Nix was the creator of Burn Notice. Oh, interesting. And so these scenes with Marcos and his ex in the club are so Burn Notice. Nice. And okay. so I'm just watching this. Oh, man, this is a Matt Nix joy. <laughs> I'm all about it. But I liked, yeah. uh, I liked seeing him, you know, going in to torture that guy. And instead of going for the physical pain, the much more just, I can just take your side away with my glowy hand powers. And, because that's. That Scary. terrifies me. Like, oh, yeah. eye stuff makes me super uncomfortable, and I'd be like, man, I will tell you anything you want to know. Yeah, because, you know, you chop a foot off, you know, I can get a bionic foot. You know, broken fingers heal, but mm. I need my eyeballs. Yeah, seriously. Until we get to the point of the future where I can get a visor like Jordy on Next Generation. Uh, yeah, so great. <laughs> I need my eyeballs. I'm down for that. So that was scary and open-ended in a way that I'm sure is Definitely not going to come back and no, bite anybody no, in the ass. No, this will never come up again. Totally. Oof. When we get uh, Sage officially name dropped, and I am very happy. And oh, she's who's Sage? Uh, she was the one who said there's like a eighty nine percent chance of this failing. Uh, um, oh, cool. So hopefully we see her doing more, and she gets awesome sunglasses because does she really, have awesome sunglasses in the comics? She does, and it's great. I very love cool. her in the comics, dude. She's she's so awesome. She led a uh, um, extreme X Men for a while, and. Totally uh, rad. Remember in the 90s when everybody loved the letter X in front of everything oh, and yeah. everything was extreme. It was so great. And just <laughs> pouches and bandoliers everywhere. And no feet. No feet. Feet are, feet are too much. <laughs> eh, who cares about feet? Yeah. Ain't no one got time for that. So, okay. So then we're we're getting ready to hit the transport. The kids can't, can't quite figure their shit out in time. Mm-hmm. So she has to poke him emotionally, which I could, which is pretty obvious what she's doing but then he also seems pretty mad about it afterwards. oh yeah i yeah. like that she immediately apologized but he's still gonna be mad about that yeah uh, you know you get, do what you got to do yeah sometimes you need to blow up a bus and you just have to rile someone Ugh. but they they stop the bus past the designated kill box mm-hmm. so it's a little bit more dangerous and it does that that very typical tv show thing that i still love every time where as we head up to the commercial break, things just get worse and worse and worse. Oh, yeah. And every single person is in danger. They're either shot or they're pinned down and out of bullets or their powers don't work and they're trapped. And I'm like, oh, no, everyone's going to die. <laughs> All new mutants. Bummer. <laughs> but then we come back from the commercial break and things start to get better. Yeah. Well, because we find out also that uh, a friend who we thought was killed at the beginning of the episode... Turns out he's still alive, working for Sentinel Services. For some reason, we don't know why. He and seems pretty out of it. Yeah. Oof. And he can uh, just dampen mutant powers in a two-block radius. So everyone's shut down, including dude who can go invisible. Ends up not invisible right in front that of sucks. the fuzz and gets shot. And bummer. Oh, also... Um, she runs over to help him, and she's just jamming his wound with dirty cardboard that she found on the street. Ugh! Look, you do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, he's gonna live, but that's gross. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I, I, so I like um, Strucker and uh, Polaris. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of come to an accord of, hey, look, I know you do not like me, but what if you didn't like me 
And we broke out together still. Yeah, like, we don't have to be friends, but if we get the chance to escape from our black site, we should probably do that. Yeah. And so they they try to stage an escape. It doesn't go well. No. Uh, But she gets her powers back, has nothing to work with, and as soon as that happened, I was like, oh, no, I know where this is going. And he's like, dude, you got to pull the pin from my knee and just poop right out it goes. And then she kills a security guard with it, and I'm happy. That was awesome. That... My first thought, I had forgotten about the pin in the leg, and I was remembering Magneto's escape in X2 and how he pulled all the iron from that guy's blood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. What if they're going to do that? That would have been sick. Yeah. No, it's like, I that I think is one of the very few times I immediately caught on to what something <laughs> was going to do in TV. And I was like, oh. But that was boy. cool. And I feel like that goes a long way to making her trust him. Oh, yeah. That he was willing to subject himself to that. And, I mean, to suggest that so that they could escape. Yeah. And I, because probably part of her was was worried that this was a trap or a setup, that he's like, yeah, no, we're friends now. Take me back to your mutant headquarters. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then he kills everyone. Yeah. And, yeah. And that's a very good point, because normally people, even when setting a trap, would not recommend ripping stuff out of their body. Yeah. For it. So <laughs> that, that, that would help establish trust. That's very true. Though I do have to wonder, can she just put the pin back in later on oh, like or no. like or did they get another replacement pin that, to no, shoot he, back he in there he needs to go to a hospital oh, like <laughs> that no i don't know how i do not think she is a trained pin doctor i don't know how pins and knees work is his bottom half of his leg just gonna fall off uh <laughs> no no i don't know <laughs> no but i think normally with pins though like you put it in and then bone grows around it so like that definitely oh. tore a bone hole in him a bone so, hole? Yeah. Nice. That's that's the technical term for it. Uh, but so they escape. She stops bullets, which, man, I, lo- I love uh, seeing people stop bullets. Not just stops them, but then shoots them back. Yeah. It was, I really loved the moment of the whole prison van starts shaking all over. All the windows blow out, and then the back of the bus blows off, and then there they are stepping down like a badass. It's, I think. If you have magnetic powers, you have to be dramatic. Like oh, yeah. it's just it is it comes it's, with the powers. It's in the genes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know if in this universe she gets to be Magneto's kid, mm-hmm. but she's Magneto's kid, and there's nobody more extra than that guy, than that guy. Oh, she's not now though. Is the thing in the comics? It turns out she's not actually a mutant. I don't care because Marvel had a fight with Fox and was like, "Ugh, we're taking away your mutanthood." I don't care. Yeah, no, it's real. Dumb. I'm not letting her not be Magneto's kid because I like that. Yeah. But anyway, that was that was an awesome scene, and I loved mm. every second of it. Yeah. Oh, and Amy Ackers stabs a dude in the neck with a needle and That's knocks great. him out. And I was like, oh, shit, mama. Ain't nobody fucking with her kids. Yeah. Oh, that was so great. Though, uh, so she drives up with the getaway car, and everybody gets in, and she's yelling, Reed, Reed. And then she she stops, and then they take she takes like a full two seconds to hug him, and yep. I'm like, "You can hug, yeah, later! Dude. yeah, you need the GTFO, right? You could one hand on the wheel, and you can pat his yeah, face all, awkwardly. It's nice to see you, pat, pat. <laughs> Why is your knee bleeding? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, so they make a getaway. Uh, they get it, and it actually worked very well. They got everybody. I don't think they lost anybody this time. No. Do we know? Did they recover um, Mutant Pulse, bro? Whatever his name was. Um, oh. The the dampener guy. 
Or is he just <sighs> unconscious on the ground? Okay, John definitely choked him out. Mm-hmm. I th- I'm pretty sure he's alive, but I don't think they brought him. Oh, yeah. No, I, I don't think John even would have killed him if given the opportunity, but I, yeah, I, okay. It's too bad, because I mean, that's going to be a big old pain in the butt I don't later. think he would ever have wanted to kill him, but what, if it had been necessary to save everybody else, I think he would have made mm-hmm. that call. But luckily, they didn't have to. Yeah, but... you can just leave him unconscious. That's fine. Because then that's the thing is, we don't know what the situation is with him. If he, if we, if he had been another prisoner, we could have liberated him too. But he's wearing that fucking uniform. We yeah. don't know how indoctrinated or brainwashed he is. Yeah. Mm. Oh, and Blink can't sleep because someone needs to have a fucking heart-to-heart talk with her about how they invaded her mind space. Yeah, that redheaded girl, that whose lady. name I still don't know, needs to fucking fortify and yeah. tell her that she screwed her over. Yeah, be like, look, I, it was a dick move. I still don't regret it, but also, hey, this thing didn't happen just in case you're having these thoughts. My, my bad. Because it's got to be confusing because she knows it didn't happen, but she keeps remembering it as if it did happen. Mm-hmm. And that's going to have a weird schism in your mind. Oh, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I was I, like the only thing I was happy about from that whole thing was when they were trying to pour it into the bus and her powers failed. I thought it was going to be some bullshit about, oh, well, now I'm confused about Johnny again. And no, it was just a mutant dampening it because I need her to just I, I don't want a recurring story thing to be her power impotence. Like she's blink. She's got her shit together. Yeah. No one fucks with Clarice. And also she needs to be able to throw teleport daggers. Because I need cool. this in my life. And yes. maybe turn purple. I, mean, I love that scar on her face. Yeah. It's so badass. Yeah, it looks sick. Uh, makes me want to get purple contact lenses and be her for Halloween. Dude, you should. That'd be awesome. You've got like five hours. Nah, I already got a costume. That's fair. Um, And also because I wear prescription contact lenses to get colored prescription lenses are really fucking expensive. Just- Put them on top of your prescription ones. Oh, yeah. I'm It'll sure that, yeah, that'll you, work. Yeah, you can stack them up. No big deal. Definitely. That won't <laughs> rip your corneas off. Nah. Nah. It's, it's only your eyes. Yeah. I think that's it for us this week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so man. The Gifted was so good this week. It really was. I'm, I am legit excited for it every week. Um, oh, I have to say, when Agent Jesse comes up at the end and he's like, we're going to get them all next time, I, like, evil cackled out loud. And I gave him the TV screen the finger. Nice. Fuck you, buddy. Look, all I'm <laughs> saying is it would have worked if it wasn't for those darn kids, okay? Yes. So so what was your favorite show of the week? Man, this one, this week was close because I liked The Gifted so much. But I feel like I'm still going to have to go with Legends. That's fair. That's How fair. about you? I, I actually think I'm going to have to go with Supergirl. Yeah? Like, oh, it had Supergirl was so good. real good beats. And, it just, and I think some of that was the first two episodes – of this season were only okay for me. So to mm-hmm. have this big jump made it stick out a lot more in my mind. Even though they got to Earth, got to Mars in three hours. Look, <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to come to terms with potato ass science. And... Oh, I forgot. I was going to bring up the faster than light thing. Cause Monica wasn't here for that. Next week, when we talk about Flash. I'm going to have to bring up how fast f- the Flash is faster oh, than light now. Yeah. Ran faster than a goddamn <laughs> lightning bolt. Ugh. Because uh, I love to mock you about fake science. It's garbage. They have potatoes. I I don't know why I'm so hung up on potatoes recently, but... Everything is a potato. It is. Just potato cameras, potato science. <laughs> I'm feeling offended by your 
using potato as a slur as an Irish person. I I'm have you seen personally. my beard? <laughs> I am allowed to talk about this. <laughs> so on that note, uh, that is it for this week. We only have two more episodes of Inhumans, and then that is done for the season or maybe forever. Who knows? But we have The Runaways starting up just a week after that. It's very exciting. And I am pumped. Uh, I'm excited for Velociraptor. Yeah. I love me some Carolina Dean. Yeah. Some Nico Minoru. Yeah. Uh, I have two things that I am going to be bitter about. Number one, Gert's too skinny. Mm-hmm. And number two, Molly's too old. Yeah. It's unfortunate. She needs to be like 12. And She needs to be 12! Breaking things. Uh, but I'll cope. Yeah. I'm still hyped. Yes. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. It looks good from the trailer. Yeah. So I dig it. And yeah, I think that is it for us. We'll see you next week for um, Hunter's First First Talk. We have all, yeah. all the shows. And as always, thank you for listening. See you next time. Stand Bam Time, same time channel. Bam Pow! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.